Welcome back to Chief Loud Radio. It's your boy Brasco Green. About to sit in once again with the fellas, sit it up and chop it up a little bit. Shout out to everybody out there, to the Chiefers. You know what I mean? Definitely make sure you check us out, chiefloud.com. Also find us on Facebook, Chief Loud, and definitely on the gram, Chief Loud LLC. You know, things are happening, keeping the wheels in motion. You know, Chief Loud is trying to make sure we keep our feet to the ground on everything that's moving, especially in this cannabis scene. Nothing but the truth, the facts, and the lifestyles, and bring you nothing but the lifestyles, responsible usage. You know what I mean? So, got the fellas in the building. What's going on, man? What's everybody up to? What's going on, Fly Guy? I'm chilling, man. What's going on? man, Fly Guy. You know, gotta keep it real. Keep it hundred and six. You know, if you if you a uh, weak minded, weak hearted, this might not be the show for you. But we do go in and we talk real. What's up? That's, Yo, what's that's up. real. That's real. <laughs> no doubt. What's going on, Sativa Black? Yo, what's good? What's good, fellas? Hanging in there, man. Ain't sick. You know, it's another Sunday. Chopping it up with the fellas. Hope, you know, today be a good show and shit. I think we got some pretty good topics lined up for everybody. So, you know, excited to get into that. But other than that, man, you know, just puffing on the regular and um, keeping my lungs you know, ready for whatever. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Got Bishop in the building. What's up, man? You got the juice now. Same old, same old. Sunday evening. Getting ready for that hamster wheel week ahead. Cooling out mm-hmm. and ready to get done with my chores so I can get to that bong looking at, keep looking at me every time I walk past it going up and down these steps. <laughs> yeah. You know, the always bong. say business first before pleasure, so. Staying focused on this side. The infamous bung. No doubt, no doubt. Stay focused, baby. That's nothing but being a chief right there. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I agree 100%. Because there's nothing better than rewarding yourself with a nice fat bong hit or a nice fat blunt. Once you finish doing everything, you get to sit back, relax, and chill. That's how it is. <laughs> That's real talk, man. So take notes out there peoples you know what i mean so we got a nice little show lined up like my man sativa black was saying so we're going to chop it up a little bit here's the lineup for tonight so we're going to discuss the to discuss gentrification uh my man bishop sent a photo we're going to read that uh basically it was a question or i believe it was an actual question on a billboard that was out front of a uh, a building down in new orleans and uh yeah it's like one of them, it's him a real ass question though right it's a real ass question right so. right <laughs> that's <laughs> a real ass question man for real and that's yeah. real talk so and the next on the lineup so we got sports we got the runners world we're going to discuss an organization that has the black community kind of unifying and 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 taking some runs in major cities Metro Cities as a group and their uh, nonprofit organization doing some really big things. So we're going to talk about that a little bit this evening. Uh, we also got the next Netflix Hip Hop Evolution. Uh, this is a series that's uh, on Netflix. Had an opportunity to kind of check it out over the weekend. So uh, we're going to dive in that to a little a little bit, discuss that. And uh, big there's an event going on my man B told us about that he will be attending. So Chief Loud be in the building, uh, visiting Snoop Dogg and Wu-Tang, you know what I'm saying? For 20, the 25th anniversary. That's some real live shit right there. That's some, that's really nice. That's a nice place to be, B. So that's what we got going on right now on Chief Loud, you know what I'm saying? So we are gonna keep it moving and definitely make it happen. So first up on that on that lineup, gentrification. Now, this is a, a topic that's been really sweeping the nation and really been in the news, you know, for quite some time, uh, especially in the past years. Um, you know, the cities, uh, major cities across America, 
you know, uh, with claims of uh, gentrification and, uh, you know, it's something that's just been, you know, in the news quite a bit. And, and it's something that, you know, we just wanted to kind of bring to the forefront and try to try to talk it up a little bit. So, I mean, what do you guys know, I mean, actually about gentrification? What is gentrification? Well, in my opinion, it's basically when the other man comes in and buys up all the cheap inner city property and then converts it into a, a mixed living area, uh, you know, multi-purpose. So, you know, pushing a couple of shopping centers, a couple of nice apartment complexes or buildings, and, you know, a little, a little bit of way he come in here take two or three city blocks, tear those down, sell up a couple of nice houses, but price them outside of the price range where, you know, black families can afford it. So, you know, these people should move in and take over the city. Now, this, this is my thing because this is not something new. This, they've done it before, now they just taking it back because in, in the beginning, we lived out in what are now called the suburbs to the big city because those were the slums mm-hmm. before areas. And they didn't want to see us, so we lived out there, they lived in the city. But then when they decide that you come and take that land and build nice houses and make money. Well, hold on. First off, you got to add the caveat to that statement and know that the model was built to push us out into the suburbs, to force us to buy cars. This is during the Industrial Revolution where, you know, four manufacturers, so to sell the cars, they needed to justify selling the cars. And to do that, they needed to give you reasons you have to drive. So in that instance, they forced us to move out. So in case to cause the need for transportation and to cause you to live far out to make you have to buy a house in these areas where nothing was developed and then thus cause you to use a car, buy gas, and all in essence, the capital for you to be buying into it. And then the definition from the Oxford Library says the process of it innovating and improving a house or district so that it conforms to middle class taste. Period. Enough said. But mm. please continue your thought onto that so that people can actually build and eat more that you're about to give to them. Yeah, but all, all I was saying was that you know, now they just they want the city back because they tried to do all that traffic back and forth. So they're going to put this back out there so they can go back to the city. That's what they yeah, and I mean, it's something that, you know, I, you know, is, you know, in terms of just driving the economic value in, in terms of it being an economic driver in, in many senses where these corporations and these developers come in and they get these major tax breaks, you know, and there's a lot of black families that are being displaced by, you know, this, the, the cost being driven so high in the community in terms of rent. You know, a lot of these cities have, you know, policies in place that are just have kind of been like, that are there, but not really, I guess, and being, in essence, being utilized to, to the, to, you know, assist what's going on to those families that are in those communities. Because, you know, it's like uh, a systematic thing that, that just continues to like, be a major impact in these real in these urban environments you know baltimore is a city that's impacted by gentrification you know new york you know in terms of like you know the boroughs you know you you hear about it you know harlem brooklyn you know how it's all you know this gentrification is going on so much has changed and it's just like the impact it has on you know the 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 uh, community itself and in terms of families being displaced and also the education aspect as well, you know, yeah, so, it be you know, where, yeah, it could be devastating across the board. It has so much of a domino effect of what takes place, you know, um, evictions and so forth. And people just have to even just, you know, leave. the aspect of even and Robin are just still in or are just displacing the culture. You know, when you have when you have so many people having to uproot their lives who have been there for generations. You know, we're not just talking about years, we're talking about where people have established their roots and they know 
everybody in the neighborhood. They know the guy down at the the neighborhood corner store. You know, they've been dealing with those that family for generations as well. And now here comes you know wealthy let's just call it what it is white guy you know uh, white people and they come in and they're buying up the area yo and it's just it's just fucked up it's just really fucked up and if it was happening to me I would be outraged you know um I don't think that it's getting a lot of news nationally or the attention that it should be getting because what are these people gonna do you know what would I do in that situation if, if it was happening to me? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I would I would be fucking outraged. And it's, it's, it's silly that it's always fucking happening. You know, it's just you, any city, any major city that you go to, it's happening. You know, so I think I'm right. well, glad that we're speaking. Go ahead, go ahead. Finish your thought. No, please finish your thought. No, I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm done. I'm done. Well, I wanted to expound on that to say that it's even bigger than major cities now because New Orleans, more than just being a major city, they're strategically targeting these places that are have catastrophic displacement. So if you notice everything right. in New Orleans, the people that they forced out, in essence, that they never gave deeds to their properties, so they can say that they never owned that land. And now that it's been washed out, they can't say what plot is what anymore. And these people will never be able to go back to where was home for them again. Shit. Uh, uh, fly guy down there in Houston, they doing that down there where you at. Everybody that they force and that they bust out to Arizona and Oklahoma and whatever other surrounding states, they're about to in invoke a new major... Uh, development project to make sure that you can't afford to come back because you know the tax bracket increases they're going to change the zip code to being a higher tax bracket area so if you don't meet this financial x point you can never go back there so that applies to rural as well as city locations and um i think it's happening in in plain sight and people just aren't allowed not to say allowing they're not choosing to be awake to what is happening to them in their communities around them. I mean, DC made a big stand because, you know, they try to, in essence, stop allowing the places to play go-go and the places that they've been playing go-go on a regular basis for decades. But now that, you know, all of these new people move in, they're trying to act like, you know, the, the music is too loud and they don't want to hear that. So they're trying to stop it. But the city chose to not allow that um, pulling to happen and not allowing to invoke of the culture to force that cultural change. I mean, Harlem, another big place, they had, you know, you got how many basketball courts up there and everybody, if you know NY, you go to the park, somebody out there grilling, somebody out there got them quarter water, somebody out there got this to that for the kids and the chalks out for the kids to draw on the sidewalks and the new people moving in were saying that these people are loitering and they can't hang around and so on and so forth. And I don't think that they're having as much of a legislative impact for the city to not be trying to deter that. But I think that the tug of war is happening so that the people in these communities are letting them know that this is our culture. And if you're going to move here, you need to be learning of and accepting of or you can find another neighborhood to live in. But um, it's until legislators actually get into their communities to know how much the rich of the culture is in these communities to be respectful of it for it to actually be something that they take heed to. And I just hope that more communities actually stand up and make that be known so that it can be more of a unified coming amongst the old and the new people in these places that they're applying new dollars to and trying to revitalize because the revitalization is only positive because it brings to good schools it brings people from being in food deserts good grocery stores and so on and so forth and resources and i think all of those are win-wins as long as you add the cultural respect to that dynamic and everybody can actually be more happy than what's going on now by you saying like we got the money we live here now so now we matter and you don't and that's where i think is the source of the problem to me let me just add that to me Hmm. And Brasco, Brasco Green. Yeah, we were just talking about that, what they're doing right. down in, in Puerto Rico. So, yo, speak, speak on that, yo. Right. Um, so, you know, I, you know, I don't want to 
kind of speaking conspiracy, uh, you know, but just the aspect of what took place behind, you know, that storm is just like, you know, just recently, it just seems as though, and as hurricanes come through, there are more category five hurricanes than ever. You know, there was something just not too long ago, a couple few days ago, where there were like six tropical storms, like, you know, at one time. So it was like, you know, the things that are just popping up with the weather, but they're in the path of where the destruction takes place, what's taking place after after that, you know, and uh, specifically in Puerto Rico, like right now, you know, there was this, that major storm that took place. And then everything that came in behind that in terms of, you know, there's now like all these different benefits that are taking place or, you know, just people coming in and swooping in and being able to kind of gentrify and move forward with uh, Puerto Rico and trying to, you know, because now all the locals are, are kind of moved on, they've been displaced, you know, so now there's this dollar that's coming behind tourism and trying to rebuild Puerto Rico. And that's something that's just, you know, this like, you know, this is something that's continuing to happen you know, in essence of take when this situation happens behind a catastrophic, catastrophic, uh, catastrophic event, there's this boom. It, it's like game on, you know. And uh, and I was just speaking to uh, Sativa Black about it, and you know, just like wow, isn't that just something that's seemed to just keeps piling up and just keep piling on with these major cities and what takes place after. You know these storms like it gets there's gentrification that just basically starts to happen i mean that's because they can swoop in and get the, the land dirt cheap so why not do it right you know right that's 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 how they looking at it so right they get the land, they get the land they build on it and they make it what they want it to be because they got the money and well the real points to add to real that point. one Climate change exists and they continue to act like it doesn't. So as long as we keep losing, what is it, um, glaciers melting to add, what is it, 30-something thousand gallons of water to the oceans, we're always mm-hmm. going to have more and more of these catastrophic events from the hurricanes to the whatever's going on in the Bible Belt from these uh, tornadoes. Everything is going to be catastrophic because when you add more things to your equation, when you went from adding 10 miles an hour of wind to a place that gets no rain, to now you have 30 miles an hour wind to a place that gets no rain, and you're just kicking up more dirt, you're going to cause more um, tornadoes and thus more catastrophe. You add way more gallons of water to a wave, you're going to have a much bigger hurricane. And until we apply dollars to infrastructure, then we're going to continue to be fucked and it's always going to be a fine thing to those that see benefit from to these tragic things of loss. I mean, it's just there are actual economic models to these things that, you know, we're never right. going to be benefiting because we're not, in essence, bringing the dollars to these equations that make sense to those that do. And then on top of that, the gentrification is always going to continue because there's another way to make money because it's benefiting those that, like we said, wanted to live in the suburbs to get away from the people in the cities, that now it's a level of convenience for them to where you don't need a car. We put everything around you so you don't need to drive anywhere. So they say that they're doing it for the footprint, but it's a matter of convenience. And because we are a capitalistic society, and not a human race society, those things are always going to take precedence over the people that lose in these equations. So there you have it. So you know, I think we're going to try to roll into this next topic at this point, but uh, we're going to end it on that note. So, um, this next one, you know, this is a uh, pretty interesting. I mean, we're gonna just jump into it as far as the sports goes. Um, this article um, was pretty, pretty dope. Interesting read. I, I really enjoyed it. You know, seeing the aspect of, you know, someone, you know, being active in the community, promoting some type of act door activity. So this club is called the Poet Pride uh, Run Club or the Black Running Organization. 
Um, they're basically an organization that, you know, live in peace and harmony. Uh, their catchphrase is something that they use quite a bit, which is peace and let's grow. So uh, um, it's just nice to see the unity of, of you know, an organization that's out there uh, running amongst the city, trying to get people out there and and sparking health behind it, health and wellness. That's a great thing. So, um, but Sativa Black, you sent this over and, and um, as far as the article goes, um, I know you're you're a runner, but I mean, I gotta I gotta ask you, I mean, what prompted you to submit this one in particular? Um, yeah, and you, like you mentioned, I'm a runner, so I just wanted I was looking up articles that uh, mention runners of African American descent, so. And this popped up. This was one of the first ones, man. And so I checked it out and I, I thought it was cool because it was right there in Baltimore, you know, like right there in your stomping ground. And I figured, you know, it would be cool to talk about it with you guys since, um, you know, all of you guys are familiar with that area. And I didn't know whether or not you knew about that running group or not. No, I didn't. And, um, you know, the, yeah, the next time I'm up there, man, I'm going to I'm gonna try to plan a trip around running one of those events because... Like I said on one of the last episodes, man, I'm I'm training two runs, five um, Ks and ten Ks right now. Um, but what interests me as well, man, because when I'm out running, when I go to races, I don't I see black faces, but there's not a whole bunch of black faces that I see. You know, it's it's mostly Caucasians, and and I know that um, us as a community, we run, we bike, and we swim, but we're not represented. I don't see us being represented a lot. Well, at least where I'm from now in, you know, urban cities, I'm pretty sure there's a lot more. But where I'm from, it's it's really sparse. So that kind of really drew me to this um, article, man. And I thought it was just really cool to see young black kids out there running, getting up early, seven o'clock in the morning. You know, I think it's like two days out of the week and inspiring right. other kids in in the neighborhood around the school and other people as well seeing them running and and you know and inspiring them to get up and run as well and it's one of those things that like like i like to do i think running is um it's all that for me i've been doing it for over 20 years now um i still train like i'm in high school just always trying to set a pr record um, so I, I can kind of relate to these kids, you know, I watched the video and I, I saw, I was, I saw this young kid running and just kind of rapping as he was running. And I'm like, yo, I do the same thing, you know, right. and, and I'm like, yeah. you know, and it, it's, it's so meditative, you know, like it's just a chance to kind of clear your head and it just does wonders for your body, man. So. No, I try to inspire my family and people around me, you know, to do the same. Okay, I immediately have two things after hearing that. One is the question. Why is it still an uphill battle for us as a community of POCs, people of color, so not just to say blacks, but also Hispanics Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth, to be so deterred about living a health and wellness lifestyle? And two... To say that this has happened, and I saw that our local news finally is covering this because it's been going on for a couple of years. Why do you think our media, you know, people of color and us in these in the platform that we're having, aren't actually doing more to bring light to these things so that others that feel like there aren't people out there like them that are doing these things can know that these things exist? Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. Could it be a a, a plot? I don't know. I, I don't really think it's a plot, but I just think, man, it's it's something that probably starts in the household. Um, whereas I know it wasn't something that I was kind of taught. Now, now growing up, my dad played tennis, right? So um, I got to see him being active that way. Um, and then he used to always do like the juicing thing and all like these home remedies or whatever. But within our community, I feel like um, we don't teach it. You know, we don't teach it in our homes. 
Um, so it's something that you almost have to go out and learn on your own. So it's almost not embedded in our culture. Does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense because behaviors are a learned thing. And, you know, and our parents and our parents' parents and they parents, you know, it was very few of them that actually did a lot of stuff because they came from that that era where you had to work all the time just to make anything. You know, and right. like our, our parents were like the first generation to really start getting away from that once they saw, you know, what their parents were doing. But at the same time, their parents were doing it at an older age. They started doing it younger. And I mean, so things started changing. It's slowly moving. There, there are a lot more, uh, you know, specifically African-Americans being more, you know, physical and, and eating more healthy. But it's still not where it should be. Because, I mean, if you look at it, it, it all goes back to slavery. When we had to eat the bullshit just to survive, that's all they could give us. That ingrained our people. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, yeah, and I feel, you know, I mean, really as a country, I mean, right now, it's like, you know, in, in the past years, it's been all this, you know, more hype and media attention on, you know, being healthy. And, you know, because, I mean, for a while, I mean, McDonald's was on, like, every channel, but you don't really see that that much anymore. You don't really, you know, you know, see that kind of in the media aspect. It's more of the healthiest, um, you know, eating and organic foods and things like that um, as an eight, I think, as a country. Um, and putting that more in perspective for people and people just becoming, you know, the internet just becoming more knowledgeable about eating right and doing things better, um, you know, in that sense. So, you know, I mean, running is something that I, I you know, I don't really particularly like to do but i think it's definitely uh it's a it's a full body workout definitely helps you you know and for me it helps me kind of clear my mind and you know um just really kind of just let things go kind of like an outlet for me um yeah you know just keep pushing it because because uh that's the that's the thing about running i mean it's something that you got to really just kind of stay in there hang in there with before you know, before maybe one of your legs or it just depends on how well you're in shape but yeah but for me I um I try to get at least a mile in a day right now and and run it and I think what this uh guy Mr. Olu Kumi Fimi uh who's the founder uh of this organization of these two organizations um that's helping out with these local elementary schools and and getting you know that aspect going of that health initiative of more yourself getting out there and being active and contributing to your health and wellness by that aspect i think that's uh that's something that like you know that happens um that doesn't happen too often in terms of just you know seeing getting the, the attention that it needs to really see it pro- help it grow in that aspect and expand you know i remember when when michelle was in office she had her health initiative that was you know uh, as far as the program for the nation i couldn't i can't recall the name of it but i remember when she was getting out there and trying to you know be active amongst the nation you would see her trying to be fit so I think as we kind of also take in and like, and cause I, I do feel like I am around people who are being more conscious about what they're eating, you know, meats and, you know, bread or whatever the case may be in terms of their diet. But I do see people trying to do that. But then you turn yeah, around I, and then everybody's you. freaking out about a freaking um, Popeye's chicken Popeye sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> Yo, I was about to say that shit, right? Like, damn. For real. Right, right. Yo, that, that just kind of shows you where we are, man. Fuck. Right. Lies being threatened. Right. All types of shit over a goddamn chicken sandwich. So, yo, man. yeah, man. Yo, so, but yeah, it's these... a topic that we should definitely talk about a little bit more, man. Because, you know, my mom passed away from 
like just a litany of things that had to do with what she was ingesting into her body and I saw it you know um, you know who you don't need to eat you know pork sausage and bacon together every morning that's just not a good thing it's just not healthy you know and and we definitely need to speak to that a little bit more in our community yo, because I know it's just not my mom you know it's just not my family it's all of our families you know it's what we've been taught growing up you know shit I've been frying chicken since I was like seven years old you know what I'm saying like <laughs> damn you know that's that's 1987 right. so right. but but you know I lucky for me I'm just conscious enough to like be aware of that and be like yo like that ain't cool like yo they really trying to kill us out here with what we're eating because that's really how we're dying that's how we get in these cancers and shit and but McDonald's is you know all about the community and I'll be like yo man you're killing us so yo get the fuck out of our community you know and that's, you know, I'm a farmer. That's why I'm a farmer. That's why I grow shit. You know, that's why I'm learning. The more I learn, the more, the better off I am as I get older because then I can grow a plethora of things and never have to go and buy shit from anyone else. You know, and I know exactly what's going into my right. body. That's, that's just important came from. me. <laughs> right. And I'm, you know, and I'm passing it down to my kids. Those are great points, Ativ, and I think to add on to that, what is hella cool was upon watching the video and actually when I watched my local news that did a segment on it too, thought it was hella cool that we know that schools are getting away from PE and kids being active and neighborhoods are acting like they're getting rid, not to say acting like, but they're getting rid of parks and community centers and they're saying like, if you're not good enough to go to this sports plex and do one of these sports travel teams or whatever the fuck then we don't give a fuck about your personal development so to say that they reached out to the kids and then through the kids they got their parents involved and then their parents got their friends involved and then it had a trickle effect that is only positive for everyone involved i think it's super cool and a thing that i got to give styles p props for is two things he said we need to start acting like we on diets because diets are set to help you die and and you wrap your head around being on a livid a livid is a matter of making sure you're putting things in that are going to expand and feed your body and help you live not in essence shorten your life to help you die so we eat a lot of processed things we eat a lot of meats that are dead and so on and so forth so put some veggies and things that are actually alive in your body to help balance yourself and as everything, you know, it's all about moderation and making sure you do more good than bad. And you should be better on the scales for yourself and those around you. Right. No they, try to hide, they try to hide the shit in the, in the language. No I mean, die is in the word diet. You know what I mean? <laughs> shit is crazy. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> wow. Nah, that was real nice. But, yo, my man SP wanted to touch on and taunt your boy, Mr. Brown, Roke, you know. So before we, we, we um leave off of sports, I wanted to see what's up, SP. I know you wanted to talk about talk about that a little bit, uh, being released from the past. Yo, did, did some other nigga join the call or something? That's... <laughs> uh, fly guy. <laughs> uh, what happened, fly guy? <laughs> uh, okay, okay, I got you. All right, S- all right, I catch you later. All right, what's up, fly? <laughs> oh, all right, yeah. My apologies, about, my apologies. Yeah. I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking about Antonio Brown. You know what I'm saying? This, this nigga. Was oh wild. yeah, yeah, yes, yes. That was not. That was fly guy, not SP. All right. This cat got let go from the, the New England Patriots, you know, like what, like 21 days in. And he ain't a good chance to really play. I mean, can you really, were you really not even out there thinking that they was going to keep him? That's I mean, I knew they weren't going to keep him. I mean, a team from New England. You know, you know the the <laughs> mindset and the culture that goes up there. 
You know these right. kids got the coach that's trying not to bring no heat among shit going on from his little uh, rub and tug situation. So you really thought that they was going to keep him? I don't even watch nah, sports, I, knew I knew that that shit wasn't going to last. I knew they were not going to keep him. I'm, I'm just surprised it took him so long to get rid of him. You know, but they got rid of him in just enough time so they ain't got to pay him that no money and shit. That guaranteed right. money, that shit is out the window. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was probably right, right. like five, nine million, I believe. Like, yeah, he was yeah. supposed to get five. He was supposed to get five, like, tomorrow. Like, yeah, it's Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah, you're right. Tomorrow. They like, pay for that touchdown, but you ain't getting this money. You know what I'm saying? This cat want to be sitting up, sitting up here sending uh, threatening text messages. He's the second shorty to bring some sexual allegations against him. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, right. yo, this this cat is wild. And if you read read the story where she she gave that interview, she was like, yo, she, this, she met him at an auction. Mm-hmm. She had made a painting of him. Right. And he he was so enamored by the painting that he outbid. You know the the, the bed on it because like the highest bid was like at four fifty. He just came up with like seven hundred. You need that painting. You know what I'm saying? Then he was like, you know what, Shorty, I'm taking you home with me. I need you to paint a bigger picture of me on my wall. You went home with him. You know, right? Went home with him. You know, okay. I'm like, you know, hey, she went home with him. But at the same time, all she was doing was painting. This cat gonna roll up in her on her butt ass naked. With just a, a little washcloth covering his dick, like, hey, what's up? Uh, you still painting? Oh man! <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, what the hell? Oh and man! Ev- evidently, she was staying there while she was doing the painting because she laying in bed watching a, a, a church service online. Got her earbuds on and everything. The next thing you know, this nigga just came all on her back. He turned around, he was jerking off, and just bust all on her. This shit is crazy. That motherfucker is wild. <laughs> well, I gotta say that trips me out about that. What? what the what was it? Heck? Like three situations that she said happened that over three years. This dude is crazy. To say what? anything about it. Now that, that was are, you, are you serious? This yeah, that, that was yeah. Right. The personal trainer. I didn't believe her. She was the first one that came out. I didn't believe her because of what happened. She was like, you know, it happened over a course of time. And then you gonna wait around and say, we wait to say something until he get on the, the Patriots. You know why you ain't saying something when he's the Raiders? He's getting more money with the Raiders. But hey, you know that's that's her business. And like, then there's crazy. also the point that she's kept going back to being his trainer through these years. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. I know how personal trainers damn. I know a couple personal trainers. And you know, they be boning their clients all the time. So I know how they get down. You know, so you know, I ain't believe her. But this second one, you know, you know, her story's a little more believable. Uh. You know, and if you really look at him, he got some crazy eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, that dude crazy, man. Like 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 his whole downfall wow. is off it's just all him i don't and i don't i don't understand it he can't control himself like sit your ass down somewhere and collect that money bro just go play football (laughs) right right like just play the game i feel you like motherfuckers probably was saying the same shit about kaepernick but it's totally different you know what i mean totally different (laughs) and it's antonio sit your ass down man I mean, like, what, what the fuck happened? That's what I would be telling him. Yeah. yeah okay. I, I, seen him, I seen him in the video, you know, when he was like, I'm free, I'm free, when the Raiders released him. And he was like, Grandma. Oh, grandma. oh yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And Grandma should have been like, hey, Tonio, sit your ass down. That's what Grandma should have been saying. <laughs> uh, like, this man, this man. have it. <laughs> He has cost himself millions of dollars. And for yep. what? For what? For what? Right. For what? All because right. somebody didn't tell his ass what? No. Sit his ass down. Sit his ass, sit your ass down. 
Then go, go play some football, man. God damn. Right. Yeah, it's just frustrating. Oh, damn, play it's the game. Yeah, man. man. No, no doubt. Yeah, yeah to see that, man. you know. When yeah, you, you have an you... opportunity like that, and you just right. you just blow it. And, yeah, that's crazy. I, don't I mean, he's he's a handler. Somebody be like, no, don't do that. No. Now go catch the ball. Here you go. That's what right. he needs. Cause that shit was crazy. I mean, how you just gonna stand in and just jerk off on a girl and shit? She might have her own business, watching church service. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. That's, um, that's literally. Nuts. Yeah. I think so your point to the next handlers is a good point because of the fact that they're yeah. contemplating allowing the college students to get paid off of their merch between their jerseys and so on and so forth, and making Ooh. sure that they actually go to class versus just getting people to take to go to class and do their tests for them. So they're trying to change the institution of that level of corruption. And you figure most sports are full of narcissists and people that have never been told no their whole life. So from high school where they're trying to recruit now, the whole culture has to change so people can be actually forced to be more responsible for their actions when they become pros. Because anything, if you're not given the schools to prepare yourself for success, you are in essence making yourself susceptible for failure. And all of those things play into people like Antonio and a lot of other people that have these sexual assault charges or feeling like they can just go in places and take what they want or do what they want. And so it, it, it has to start from the top down. And until then, they're going to yeah. keep you like paid Yeah. 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 I, I agree. They, I agree with that. There you have it. But we're going to jump into the next topic, though. That right there, that SP, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that one up. Antonio Brown. <laughs> Bruh. Sit your ass down. <laughs> uh, my <laughs> man, Sativa Black. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah. So this next one, man, we're going to end on this one right here, the hip hop evolution. Checked out this joint on Netflix, you know, um, it's a pretty good documentary uh, that's going on right now on Netflix. And it, it gives it's just giving a history and, and a most beautiful way in terms of breaking down the the storyline and, and just how hip hop, you know, basically evolved and where it started and where it's taking place you know the stories are impeccable man i mean it's like no other uh uh you have you know from luke you got luke skywalker from down in florida you know making history that you know i'm starting out with florida that's where i'm from you know what i mean so shout out to the fla but luke down there make made history in terms of you know this you know um as far as the uh freedom of speech and you know the music and the lyric content made a big contribution to hip-hop you know what i'm saying and um was banned at one point and specifically in broward county i mean this this particular flick really breaks everything down in a very nice way and helps you understand what hip-hop is about and yeah so i i just i mean i know i'm, I'm not sure everybody caught it but just um, just wanted to kind of take a quick review on some of the, those who did caught it. So, I mean, what are your I thoughts? I agree. Um, I watched the whole first season. I was feeling it. I think it was very educational. A lot of people that I've watched it with that weren't really into hip-hop felt like it was very mm-hmm. informative and well done. But upon watching the second season, it's like, all right, we've, we've overdone the Biggie Tupac thing. I can do without it. But I will say that the Shock G segments were very touching to me, and I appreciated all of that. And I'm, I think, three yeah. out of five episodes in, so I, I think dig. that they're relishing a lot of the stuff that we could have done without rehashing and just gone forward with. But mm-hmm. all in all, I, I, I will say that it's more positive than negative, and I appreciate them actually paying attention to the culture versus playing amongst the stigmas for the sake of clickbait. So props to that. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, yeah, man. This this is this is one you definitely want to check out um, when when you have the time. I mean, it really just shows how you know. Um, in my opinion, as far as everyone pursuing their dream, 
and the creativity behind pursuing that dream, you know, from every step of the way of getting there. You know, there was cats in the game that have never recorded and but they was dope, you know, they was spitting and, you know, broke down the whole um, joint about Big, uh, I think it's Big Hank. Yeah, Big Hank from the Sugar Hill Gang, you know, stealing some rhymes and getting paid off of them joints. It was crazy. It's like, yo, that's crazy. From, uh, it was the uh, gentleman, what was the guy's name? Grandmaster Cass. You know, it breaks down stories like that. Like, stuff you probably would never hear or wouldn't read about, you know what I mean? But actually hear it coming from them and how it all went down, you know, from Cool Hurt being in the building, you know, having the parties and how it was all, it all took place, like what, nah, what was that? August, 1973, I can't remember the actual date, but, you know, just knowing those little tidbits about, you know, hip hop and how it always, how it got to where it is today. It's, yeah, man, it's, it's something that if you're a hip hop fan, you definitely want to peep it out. I mean, I'm, I'm glad yeah, I they gave I, I agree. A, a breakdown of the culture, you know, and I'm glad it's out there on, you know, an international platform because it is a culture and it, it has touched all over the world, you know, mm-hmm. but at, at the same time, I, I feel like it, it needs to be, you know, deeper than just that, you know, to, to really get into it, to, to, to truly understand the culture, to go behind what really made hip hop what it was. And I mean, because it was basically just, you know, an outlet for people that didn't have, you know, a way to get their stuff out there. Because, you know, labels just wasn't messing with them. So yeah, they they all started at parties and and doing shows and until labels saw like, oh, we can make money off this. And that's when they, you know, started finding people. But a lot of people, you know, they had to start their own independent label just to put something out there. Right, yeah, and that's what a lot of people don't understand about the whole thing. It's like you know, look look at the roots where it came from, and look at where it's, what it is today. And if, if you really knew the roots, you would know that today, you know, today's stuff is for entertainment on purposes only. That's it. You know, back then, you know, when people was rhyming, they was rhyming about real shit. This is what's going on. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah, man. Yo, man. Yo, for me, I saw it. It was more like I was just a, a huge fan of it because it's my childhood. You know, it's like hip hop like raised me almost in a in a way. You know, and to see it in this light because I could never see it um, this way from my eyes. Just buying the music as a kid, you know what I'm saying? Because all of the background information that's just given to you is amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, damn, yo, that's how that came to be. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's how Jay-Z came to be? Like, oh, they was dissing Jay at first and then it went back to hustling and then and then he went back to the music. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, oh, Nas was just like this this little kid from Queensbridge. And then it's like Biggs. Biggs was like, yo, everybody knew me. You know, down to Kanasi and all that shit. You know, Flap Day, everybody knew him, you know? And it's just like, but they was just kids. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, whoa. And when all of that was happening, man, I was just like in elementary school, man. And I'm from, you know, from Florida. Like, so to have that insight into the culture um i just thought it was amazing i i I really just reveled in it and i'm like i'm gonna probably watch it you know two to three times you know because Mm -hmm. it is it's history it is it's history it's history um and i know hip-hop has such a big part of my life and you know, as a kid, yeah. I was very impressionable. So everything that was coming out of New York, as a Florida kid, I was imitating. You know, I wore Timberlands. You know what I'm saying? I rock Wu Tang T. I'm rocking a Wu shirt right now. You know, and <laughs> so I just embodied it. 
And so watching this, you know, from like KRS-One to Cool Herc, African Bambada, you know what I'm saying? The South right. Bronx, and then when they was when they was going against Queensbridge and KRS One just bodied them. I'm like, yo, I didn't know that stuff. I didn't know right. that, you know, until I watched this. And so, shit, it, it's like this this series can do no wrong for me. I see. I mean that. I got that. that right, go ahead. I'm just saying that right there was like the the, the pinnacle of, of hip hop. That that's what really really like took battle rap to the next level you know oh bdp and mc shan yo you got the south bronx the south south bronx then the bridge right this is the bridge you know what i'm saying right and the bridge the bridge came out first the bridge came out first but it wasn't really a diss record you know it wasn't but they but they 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 they, they kind of was like yeah exactly they took it that way so so then, bam! That's when the bridge is over. Yeah, but it was because, but they had went, but they had went down there before, right? They went down to the DJ. What was the DJ? Was it Magic? Um, it was a DJ, and they had this KRS One and Scott Larock, right? Yeah. And they oh, was yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah. You can't be. You know, I'm not gonna play that. It's whack. Close the door on him. And then the bridge came out. And it was like, yeah, and that first, that opening bur- first verse, I can't remember what MC Sand said, but, you know, but after that, it was like, yo, they came back with the South Bronx, and then they came back with he the was Bridges make- Over. Yeah, it was like he was making reference to, like, hip-hop started in Queens. Right. That first line, and so they took offense to that shit, and, you know, the rest is history. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't lie though, you know, Queensbridge did have some nice niggas, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, a lot man. of MCs out of Queens, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, the boss wasn't yeah. too bad yourself, you know what I'm saying? No doubt, no doubt, yeah, so you definitely want to peep that. That joint right there will definitely make you feel like, man, hip hop was meant to be and it's going to continue to ever be hip-hop and it'll continue to evolve no telling what it's going to be like years from now yeah i gotta yeah. say that there's another docu series called rapture which is uh one-on-ones with the artists from their beginning to where they are now and gives a lot of the behind the scenes about what it took to get to where they are they got developed got put on where they are and where they're going to be now that was very very interesting I gotta say that the segment on logic was very eye opening for me from that series you said logic yeah on the series rapture that episode with him the episode with T.I. were very good not that the other ones were not the whole series was great and it's along the lines of what we're talking about but those two stood out to me and what is it on So it's Netflix. on Netflix like the other joint okay. okay okay yeah yeah that one right there so yeah I feel good getting that getting that knowledge of hip hop you know and just getting more understanding of how it all started how it all began yeah that right there was dope so uh yeah hip hop evolution um, but yeah, so speaking of hip hop, so this right here is coming up pretty soon, um, where, you know, my man Snoop Dogg and my, my, my Wu, we was just talking about these guys, Wu-Tang, uh, is based, they're having a concert. So that's going to be taking place on September 27th and Chief Loud, you know what I'm saying? B, you tell them, man. Hold right, on, let don't me leave me, don't leave me hanging, so Never that. You know I'm what I'm saying? Pull, like, I want to pull up the information right. so that I'm quoting from direct source so that those people that still have not got their tickets uh, can actually try to see the tickets. So is this Friday? Is at the Bristol Arena in Virginia? Or no, Jiffy, Jiffy Lube Live in Virginia. Um, starts at... Uh, 
8 p.m. to you know how it goes whenever. So hopefully, if you haven't right. got a ticket, there are still tickets, but I doubt it being who's on the ticket as far as Wu and Snoop together at the 25th anniversary. But you never know. We are a capitalist society, so they'll take your money if they still got tickets. And they want them all sold out. So hopefully I can see you in a place. And if I do, you know, hit me on the social and we can snap it up, IG it up, and share a moment at that great experience. Because you know the the loud will be being cheaped upon. So look for me. <laughs> Man, Snoop Dogg going to be there. And the Wu, yeah, the loud will be like heavy. Shit. Well, you know it is Virginia and we know Snoop, how Virginia Snoop's. get down. But and and I can't speak oh, for yeah, the VA, yeah, yeah, on yeah, stage. Yeah, VA. But if you in the crowd yeah. and you near me, I will definitely be sharing with right. you. Right. Snoop does Snoop does uh what smokes eighty one blunts a day? Yeah, I'm trying to be like Snoop. <laughs> eighty one blunts a day. Well, I will actually add a caveat to that to say, regardless of how many smokes, I'm not fucking with no blunt. So, put them papers and give us some bombs and be better to your body. Uh, I can dig it. I can dig it. But yeah, man. I I mean, I've I've never been to. I've never seen Snoop perform. I've seen one of the one of the Wu members perform. So, but man, the whole the whole clan. All right, rest in peace, ODB. Well, I got to yeah. say, you've been sleeping because Snoop been here a few times for some of our cannabis events. Where you been? Yeah, 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 man. I think some things came up. You know how it is. But, damn. That's on the 27th. Oh, that's... Yeah, Actually, man. I don't because I was there each time. <laughs> my man <laughs> no doubt I can dig it <laughs> I can dig it yeah you had to catch we almost this made it to the end the who was it what was that? I had no idea. That shit was fucked up. Whatever it was, it was fucked up. Damn. That shit fucked everything up. What the fuck? Nah. It's... That's the government, man. Yeah. They like, the show is on fire. Let's right, fire. baby. Let's fuck them yeah. up. Let's fuck them right, up. Right. Right, right. They try to hate on us. They try to hate on us. That's all. Right. It's all good. He was Big jamming brother. our signal, man. He was jamming our signal. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, we tapping in on us. Hey, we can edit yeah. that shit out, man. But no doubt. So, yo, there it is, man. This has been a good show, man. To that hey, what's up? Talk. Everyone, please go out there and watch the great hat. And if you do, I think that we need to have a conversation about that on one of these later episodes as we talk about this. Oh, uh, yeah. In. It will fool yeah, you all was... if you haven't seen it. And those that have them, I hope that you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Haven't seen it yet, but I got to watch it. Wait, wait, say, had, wait, I've, say I've, that I've again. At least two people tell me to watch it. What, what show are we talking about here? It's about the Great House. The Great Hack. Okay. Okay. Got it. Another series on Netflix. We need to get some Netflix sponsorship out here. But anyway, it's talking about the whole... um, uh, Fuck. I can't think. Um, Something analytics. uh, Catalytica analytics did the whole thing with the the presidential elections and the voting booths and our phones. And the analytics that we always get with our ads that we in essence are we keep thinking that our phones are being tapped or being listened to. Please watch yeah. that. Please pay okay. attention to the society that's out here fucking us that we fucking us in our face yeah. because we choose to continue to be sheep and not wolves out here and being informed. But if you are sheep, yeah, you are informed that we're gonna help you stay further informed. Yeah. We want everybody's yeah. sword sharp. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, baby. And if, and if, you, if you really woke, you'll see that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're smart. Sure. Chief Loud. No doubt. There you have it. Chief Loud. Once again, Yo, we my man, off. Fly Guy. Yeah, man, we signing off, man. Fly Guy, what's up, baby? Out there in Houston, Texas. You know me. 
stay high, be smile, fly guy. And hell yeah, those are fish in my shoes. No doubt. No doubt. My man, Sativa Black, signing off. That's right. Signing <laughs> off, man. Sativa Black, you know, stay woke. You know, stay woke. Yo. Peace, What's up, man? You got the juice you now. You yawning on me, E? I know you got family over there, but you yawning on me, E? Oh, man, I was just trying to, <laughs> I was just trying to add a little P-Folk to it. You know, I was trying to put some George Clinton on that. You know what I'm saying? Something different. Some Atomic Dog, you know. But... <laughs> yeah, but anyway. I got the done. Bishop. Dinner's done. I finished my bomb while we was doing the show. I'm ready for this night. Who knocked right, on this door over here? Let's get it cracking. All right. There you have it, Chief Flower, baby. Make sure you check us out, ChiefFlower.com. Also on the gram, Chief Flower LLC. And also on Facebook, Chief Flower. It's your boy, Brasco Green. Brasco Green. Can't even get it right. I'm on the on this joint, right? Brasco Green, man, and we out. <laughs>